0: Welcome into A to Z Sports powered by the BetMGM app. Make sure you download that. Use our code ATOZ Sports. But I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we are Nashville's On Demand Sports Talk Network going live every weekday morning at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Hit us up and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Gotta thank our sponsors because they make it happen for our show. And they help out you guys. Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process by seeing them in Lebanon or going to wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care, boneandjointtn.org. And Farm Bureau Health Plans. Get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. Better coverage, uh, better service, better rates. Learn more about a plan for you at fbhp.com. Slash A T O Z. And a quick updated note on uh the Bone and Joint Institute. I mentioned we would have a doc talk segment on Thursday. It will not be about Derek Henry. We will reschedule that for his rehab coming up uh in the next couple of weeks or so. But tomorrow's doc talk at noon will be about Bobby Trees, Robert Woods, and the ACL recovery that he is on. So we'll talk to uh Dave Kemfort, the lead physical therapist there at the Bone and Joint Institute about Bobby trees and his knee coming up tomorrow at noon central time. So get ready for that. But we'll talk about Bobby trees and what Cooper cup said about him about being his teammate for five years. uh, Second here on the show today, but we're going to talk about Austin Hooper, Austin Hooper, a one-year deal with the Titans for $6 million, a great value here uh, for the Titans. But Zach, how are you? uh, How are you feeling about this overall?
1: Well, I I go back to the start of our conversations when it comes to the tight end position. We knew that the Titans needed to address the tight end position. We had, uh, I mean, it was tough last year, watching Ferkser, watching Swain, and Michael Pruitt gave them good minutes, but then had a a terrible injury at the end. But Michael Pruitt is not a number one uh, tight end. Uh, Definitely Jeff Swain is not a number one tight end and we learned very quickly that Anthony Ferkser cannot will not and could not be a number one tight end in this league so they had to go address that position I'd like the re-signing of Swain blocking tight end he gave you good value he caught some touchdowns he was asked to probably do more receiving than usual because they didn't have a receiving tight end it was worth a damn, and. We looked at the market, Austin, and, you know, I shoot for the stars. My expectations, I I go all the way to the top, and I was down with the g- sickness. Get, I, I was done with COVID. I was on to my new virus, the g- sickness. Mike Gasicky, I loved that guy, but so did the Miami Dolphins, and they franchise tagged him. We talked about Dal- Dalton Schultz. What do you know? The Cowboys kept him. What are you, the guy uh, that you mentioned for Conklin from Vikings? Oh, Minnesota, like Tim. So the three tight end targets that I think we were tossing around paying 10 plus, maybe 12 plus million dollars or around there at the top tier of the tight end, they were all kept and retained by their team, which tells us, Austin, that we were smart in the sense of we targeted those guys and their team wanted to keep them, right? So then the market kind of shed. Tom Brady came back, so the Rob Gronkowski dreams, which I never really thought he was going to come to the Titans anyway, Mm -hmm. that really kind of got dashed. And then I believe that the Titans got a gift from the man above. The second Austin Hooper got released or was reported to be released by the Cleveland Browns, I don't usually go to Twitter, but I, cause I hate Twitter and I hate t- trolls and I hate the basis of people on Twitter. I understand the use of Twitter, but I actually used that platform. And I said, the Titans have got to go after Austin Hooper and two reasons. I think I thought that the tight end market was dwindling and they had a position that was no good. We talked about the tight end position in the draft where you were going to have to seek value in the third and fourth rounds. More so than the first and second. And I didn't think I didn't think that they could take a chance on that. And lastly, I th- thought that you could get them for a good clip. A one-year six million dollar deal is perfect. It's a prove-it deal. It is a team-friendly deal. You paid half of what you thought you were gonna have to pay at the high tier of the tight end market, and you got, I think, a quality tight end. Pass catching and Austin dual threat. You wanted him to be a blocker, even though you were kept on saying the sickness was too sick to block, even though they weren't asking him to. Hooper can. Well, so I liked this.
0: Hooper can block. He's much better at blocking uh, than Mike Gasicki. Mike Gasicki had one of the worst tight end blocking grades on Pro Football Focus, where Austin Hooper doesn't have a great grade by any means, but for pass catching guys, Austin Hooper had a better grade this past year run blocking than Jonu Smith did with the Titans two years ago, which is promising. And Austin Hooper does not commit penalties in the run blocking game as well. He only had one penalty on nearly 300 run blocking snaps last season. So they ask him to do it and he's very adequate, if not above average at run blocking too. So, and by the way, I don't know what's going on with YouTube. Apparently YouTube is working for some, not others. YouTube's working fine for me. But if you can hear me on YouTube saying this, then it's working fine for you guys. But I've been messaging some with the YouTube chat uh, for those who are not uh, having uh, success with YouTube this morning uh, about that. So with Austin Hooper, it's a great deal, right? Now you want Austin Hooper to be more productive than the two guys who won't be back with the Titans at tight end. And Michael Pruitt, who I thought had a great start to the year, and then it didn't work, uh, or he broke his leg, and then it kind of tapered off even before then as well. And then Anthony are a big, massive disappointment overall there. So what, what can Austin Hooper put up? What type of production can he have with this Titans offense uh, this upcoming season? So let's go ahead and ask everybody uh, what uh, what Austin Hooper's stat line needs to be. What does Austin Hooper's Titan stat line need to be this season? What does Austin Hooper's stat line need to be this season? But first, let me tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get hurt in life, know who to go to, know who to trust, boneandjointtn.org. They've got over a dozen doctors there who specialize in any type of joint injury you could possibly have and if you do get hurt and you need rehab, maybe you don't need surgery, maybe you need both surgery and rehab, stay the art rehab facility there at the Bone and Joint Institute. And we also have Dave Kimfort coming on with us uh, tomorrow at noon for a Doc Talk segment talking about Robert Woods and his ACL recovery and what that timeline could be like for the Titans coming into the 2022, uh, 2022 season. So get ready for that Doc Talk tomorrow at noon, boneandjointtn.org. A to Z Sports were
1: powered by BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app today. They got you hooked up, and we've got you hooked up with a special promo code ATOZ200. That's ATOZ200, no spaces. ATOZ two zero zero. Ten dollar money line wager will win you two hundred dollars if either NBA team hits a three pointer tonight. Bet on a game, money line wager, ten dollars. You can win two hundred dollars for new users. They, I mean, that's a great deal. It's money in your pocket. It's betting money. You can cash out. You can do whatever you want right there. Promo code ATOZ200. That is four new users today. cannot beat that. That's BetMGM.
0: Yeah, so uh, we asked the question, what does Austin Hooper's stat line need to be for the Titans this upcoming season? I see some reasonable ones, and I see some ones who are Uh, not being reasonable. So Jared, I think, is reasonable. 50 catches, 500 yards, five touchdowns, right? Uh, Chris Stress says 50 for 706 touchdowns. I think that's more unreasonable. Uh, Scott says 60 catches, five touchdowns. Chris says 550 yards, five touchdowns, nine yards per catch or more. Brent says 50 to 60 for 400 to 500 yards and five or six touchdowns. I think that's a fair uh, ballpark to be in from yards and touchdowns. Tim says he needs to have around 80 catches and 800 yards with, with eight touchdowns. Tim is just airing the ball out, baby. Because if Austin Hooper has 80 catches for 800 yards, then what's AJ Brown and Bobby Trees doing this year? Uh, 88 touchdowns, 500 yards from Roy. BK Titans says 555 catches, five touchdowns, 500 for six touchdowns coming from Steven. Uh, Ethan says the bar is so low for him to be a success because of last year. So, Let's look at what last year was for both Austin Hooper and for the Titans' tight ends who are not going to be back. Last year, Austin Hooper had, if I get to my right sheet here, Austin Hooper had 38 catches for 345 yards and three touchdowns. That does not seem like a lot, but Austin Hooper was kind of splitting tight end time with David Njoku. And, and then also, they, uh, they had another. the Browns had a third tight end who had decent production. So the Browns had three tight ends with more production than the Titans' three tight ends. But Austin Hooper had 38 catches for 345 yards and three touchdowns. Anthony Ferkser and Michael Pruitt combined for 436 yards and five touchdowns. So what should we expect from Austin Hooper? I think Austin Hooper should be able to produce like Ferkser and Pruitt combined that is what he needs to have in this offense. I think 430 to 450 yards, just South of 500 yards. And if he can get to five touchdowns, I think that's exactly what the Titans are looking for from the tight end position, knowing that this guy can be a number one tight end on the field. A lot of snaps helping you block in the run game and catching passes and converting first downs and helping you convert in the red zone for touchdowns as well. So my stat line for Austin Hooper, around 450 yards, five touchdowns, outproduced the combo of Ferkser and Pruitt combined.
1: All right, Austin. I have gone deep into my research because I I've, I wanted Austin Hooper on the Titans. I received that. And I think I have the perfect stat line. I'm going a deep dive. Deep dive compared to what he did last year, the okay. trip on his shoulder, I think trying to be realistic is key. And I went and I looked at the tight ends and I compared them to the majority of pass-catching tight ends last year. And this is what I came up with. So I'm going to split the difference between these two tight ends to kind of get right in the honey hole of where I think Austin Hooper should be. So let's go to the stat sheet. Okay, Here are the tight ends, and look, I'm not comparing him to Dawson Knox or Rob Gronkowski who had 800-plus yards receiving. That's not the type of tight end that he's going to be, and I don't think that's the type of tight end that the Titans will utilize him as. But I could envision this. I think the two best comps for Austin Hooper come in Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. Well, now uh, you you sit there and Cincinnati's uh, tight end, Uzma has gotten traded Uzama, to Uzama or Uzama, excuse me, has gotten uh uh signed with the the Jets. But look at this stat line. If you look at Pittsburgh's Friarmouth, 60 catches on 79 targets for 497 yards and seven touchdowns. That I think is a high clip. And we saw Big Ben. I mean, he utilized Friarmouth quite a bit. I actually want some some prop bets on him with uh, receptions because he was dumping down because it was later in his career. Look at who they're between, though. Old Hawkeye, your boy. Jared Cook, an oldie but a goodie. Tyler Higby and Noah Fant. The reason why I can't comp them is because there's too many targets. I don't believe that Hooper is going to be targeted uh, that many times. I don't think he's going to be targeted 90 times. Right? No,
0: no, there's not enough football to go around because Derrick Henry is still going to get a bunch of volume. You look at uh, A.J. Brown and Robert Woods, once he is healthy, going to get more volume. So why did I come up with the number that I had of 450 yards and five touchdowns, which is uh, outproducing the combo of Ferkser and Pruitt combined, is because what did John U. Smith do in 2020 when he was tight end one, He was out there on nearly every snap, playing a high percentage of the offensive snaps. And you had A.J. Brown, who was over 1,000, and Corey Davis, who was close to 1,000. So a lot of, and Derrick Henry, who was a 2,000-yard rusher. So a lot of volume to three other guys, and your tight end was that fourth piece when it came to the volume of of touches. Jonu Smith, that year, had 448 yards, and eight touchdowns. So if Austin Hooper can beat Jonu Smith from two years ago, then that's exactly what you're looking for because of what how this offense is set up. And why do I think it's it's reasonable? Because look at what the Browns are. The Browns' offense is Nick Chubb first, just like the Titans' offense is Derek Henry first. <clears throat> now the Browns had a weird situation at wide receiver last year where Donovan Peoples Jones <clears throat> was the number one wide out who produced, but I think. With AJ Woods and then Hooper, that sets up nicely for if he surpasses 500 yards, then he is crazy producing. It's just what is what's the opportunity that the number one tight end has in the passing game? So not that high in my I opinion. said
1: Fryarmuth and Uzama. Uzama, that and and look at the target, 63 targets because Joe Burrow yeah. is too busy throwing to Jamar Chase. Right. Five touchdowns, not seven like Fryermuth, but had a, a, a higher uh, yards per catch and 63 targets with 49 receptions. So this is where I'm going to split the difference. I think if Austin Hooper, this is my stat line. I'm going to be very specific. I think you're a little low on your yards and a little low on your touchdowns okay. because I think Hooper will get more opportunity in the red zone. Okay, I'm going to split the difference. 55 catches off of 74 targets for 495 yards and six touchdowns. If you see what I did, I literally Mm -hmm. split Fryermuth and Uzama right down the middle on all of the categories. And if he averages 9.3 yards per catch, ooh, baby, that is your ideal tight end on a 1 year deal for 6 million dollars you've caught 6 touchdowns which I, again i think that he can catch because look what look what Tannehill did last year the tight end position in the red zone he threw multiple touchdowns to all three of his tight ends he's going to target swain left or less he's going to be blocking more right hooper's going to be going out for routes So I think this is right under 500 yards. If you get any more, if you get over 500, that's just gravy on top. I think six touchdowns should be the bar. Hooper showed in Atlanta, he can catch touchdowns. I think he can show in Tennessee, he can catch touchdowns. And with more targets, because that's kind of my number, if you're targeted 74 times, that's huge over the course of a 17-game season. And Tannehill likes the tight end position when he can rely on the tight end position.
0: Yeah, I, I just think it's tough because how many targets for for Hooper, you're saying? 74. It it aligns.
1: It's the perfect number. 55 so how many, receptions who? off of 74
0: targets. All right, if, if Hooper has 74 targets, how many targets does A.J. Brown have?
1: Well, that depends on... Your boy, Todd Downing, and how he wants to use A.J. Brown this
0: year. Answer the question. If Austin Hooper has 74 targets, how many targets should A.J. Brown have? A.J. Brown had over 100 last year. He should have 120. 120. Okay? So, how many targets should Robert Woods have?
1: Number 2 wide receiver...
0: 70 to 80 probably 70 so less you're saying hooper has more targets than robert woods
1: i don't know again robert woods i I gotta find out more about robert woods uh we haven't sure uh, maybe we gotta know about bobby trees i think i think robert woods is a great number two wide receiver and here's the other caveat austin that makes me make it difficult to answer your questions I don't know who they're going to draft possibly in the first round as a wide receiver, right? Like that could also change the whole state of things working with what they have now. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense with the targets. I do think that they'll throw the football
0: more. That, That was my next question. If Austin Hooper has 74 targets, Robert Woods has 80 targets and A.J. Brown has 120, then how many carries does Derrick Henry have, right? Because you're like, I mean, yes, you want more offensive snaps because you want to possess the ball longer. You want to convert third downs to stay on the field, all that stuff, to create more offensive plays, to give the ball to these guys more often. But at some point, you're taking away from others. Now, sure, do you want to take away from Nick Westbrook-Akine's targets? Absolutely. But, I mean, what you just said is a great point, is who do they draft at the wide receiver that can replace NWI there? Are they going to take away some of Chester Rogers' 43 targets? I I freaking hope so because when you look at Anthony Ferker last year and Michael Pruitt, they only combined. Uh, quick math tells me they only combined for 50. I'm sorry, 61 targets. So those two tight ends, 61 targets, which is exactly what Janu Smith did two years ago. So I think Austin Hooper is an under-70 target type of guy because of what the Titans' offense will continue to be. And if anybody else is going to get more targets this year, it's A.J. Brown by a lot. That's where I think the focus is going to go. I still think Austin Hooper is the fourth option in this offense, which is a good oh, thing.
1: no. no. Oh, oh, option is it like including Derrick Henry?
0: Yes, yes.
1: Here's the deal. The one caveat in this whole conversation is if Tannehill finds a rapport with Hooper in training camp, it's over. Look at what Matthew Stafford did with Higby this year. He he gained trust. Tannehill never had trust with any of his tight ends throwing the football all season long. I think that makes a big difference. And Austin, I know you're comparing a couple of years ago, but here is the difference. Ryan Tannehill threw a ton more attempts last year because he didn't have Derrick Henry but was much less efficient with his numbers. He he threw 481 times in Derrick Henry's 2,000-yard season. Last year, he threw 531. Yeah. That's quick math. That's 50 more times. He had 100 less yards Throwing right, so it all matters, and it goes back to the centerpiece of this offense, which is Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry will lead this offense the way that it goes. Ryan Tannehill will be more like 2020 if Derrick Henry is more like 2020. Ryan Tannehill will be more like 2021 if Derrick Henry is not available like he was in 2021. It's just the facts. It's it's the same thing when what I was talking about, Matt Ryan yesterday. Matt Ryan goes to Indianapolis, and Jonathan Taylor is going to help that man tremendously because nobody, they had a wide receiver in the backfield in Atlanta, and you can't do diddly-poo with that. So Derrick Henry's the catalyst. He will go how the offense goes. I'm not saying anything that everybody doesn't know, but I think Cooper will get more targets because I believe Derrick Henry will be a lot better because he'll be on the field.
0: Yeah. All uh, right. A to esports here live on on this uh Wednesday. We might get the shade, uh abbreviated shade early because Danny Howe on Facebook uh has come after uh us, Zach. And, and I I love the chat who have come to our defense. But uh here we go. Are you ready for Danny Howe's comment, Zach? And then we'll get to Robert Woods. I promise we'll talk about Robert Woods. We'll not spend too much time Uh-oh. on Danny. Yeah, am Howell. I gonna
1: have to destroy somebody today? Uh
0: yeah, probably. But the chat has also destroyed him for us. So Danny says Nashville has officially gone to crap Two bleep sportscasters trying to get uh, out of earning an honest living by sitting on their asses spewing nonsense. Get an F king job. You useless twits. What do you think? No one cares about what you think. So Danny there is going after uh, Zach and I there. And then I see Roy saying shut your mouth bum. Nate says nobody cares. Nobody cares what you think snowflake. Ethan Ramsey says they cover like 12 cities now. I think they're pretty successful. And Demetrius says you need a hug, man. So Danny Howell, uh, Zach, I will let you go with Danny Howe and his sweet crotch rocket that he's got in his profile picture. So Zach, I will let you take your shot at Danny now.
1: Oh, wow. Well, you, you just actually set me up right on a tee. Danny boy. Hello, Danny. Welcome to the show. Danny, what the hell are you talking about? And And Austin, you said it perfectly. Look at this man's profile picture. This man just has one crotch rocket, a motorcycle. That's all he has. That's the only substance that he's bringing to the table. You have no facts. What What are you doing here? Oh, Danny boy, Danny, big motorbike guy, loves the motorbike, (laughs) kills the motorbike. What does Danny look like? Oh, maybe that's his face sitting on the back of that motorbike. I'm going to start calling it a motorbike because you don't deserve to make it call a motorcycle. That's the disrespect that you are doing to your own profile picture by just having that. So, Get lost, bud. I mean, you you don't matter in this in the scheme of things. At least tell us why we suck. Don't just tell us that we suck. Because if you tell us why, I'll I'll listen to you. I'll give you your time of the day, and then I'll send your ass to the green mile and destroy you, execute you verbally. It's gonna be great. So, Danny, bring the heat. Come on, pal. I wanna hear it. Danny crotch rocket. That's what we're gonna call you from now on. Old Danny crotch rocket.
0: Yeah, Danny Whitson says, love when that Danny gets blasted and it's not him. That's there you go. And so I, you know, I don't want to get into numbers uh, and everything and analytics, but I'm just gonna say this. Business is pretty good. Uh, you know, like things are going oh,
1: that well. It doesn't even matter. No, it's about <laughs> Danny, it's not about us. Again, <laughs> he's gotta call us out on something that we suck at if we yeah. do. Yeah. yeah, and but Danny probably has left the old Danny Crotch Rocket has left the chat.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so look, I mean, my, my point is, uh, you know, get a real, real job is, is what Danny told us to do. Well, business is doing just fine. Uh, and I'll tell Danny that where Danny, Danny, our, our job's going to set us up to be uh, not having to do jobs later on in life. So that's what I feel like. All right. Back to the, uh, regularly scheduled program as we talk about Bobby trees. So we spent a lot of time on Austin Hooper. Oh, I think no, that's man. we project- we're going to
1: have, you know what we should change the, later in the show, I have a new question that we'll ask go ahead
0: okay that sounds great uh so I think Zach's uh, projection for Hooper' is a little high uh but it's okay i I'm, I'm intrigued to see what Austin Hooper can do but we go from Hooper to Cooper because Cooper Cup uh just uh put out an Instagram post yesterday about new Titans wide receiver Robert Woods that I think is pretty impressive and so we'll show you the uh the the Instagram post about Robert Woods. That Cooper Cup posted, but first act tell everybody about Farm Bureau health plans and maybe you can help out Danny Boyd.
1: Yeah, I can. Danny, listen up. I'm here to help. Uh, I'm gonna, this, this is the easiest way for me to do it. I'm gonna pull you down. I'm gonna bring you all the way down, all the way down to the bottom, and then I'm gonna lift you up and I'm gonna kill you with kindness. And I'm going to give you the best health plan that you can ever think. And you need a health plan riding those crotch rockets because you don't know what's (laughs) going to happen on the streets. I know what will happen on the streets when I'm dominating with my Hyundai. I don't know what's going to happen while you're zip zooming around in your crotch rocket. I do know what's going to happen if you do have uh, Farm Bureau health plans and that is you're going to have better coverage, better rates, and better service. Over 200-plus locations, including Nashville. If you live in Nashville, if you live in Knoxville, if you live in Memphis, if you live in Cookwoodville, and everywhere in between, better coverage, better rates, better service. FBHP.com slash A-T-O-Z. That's A to Z. FBHP.com slash A to Z.
0: Farm Bureau Health Plans. This one is for Danny. There you go. Don't forget, Danny, download the BetMGM app, and you can use our code ATOZSports200, or excuse me, ATOZ200. You get a risk-free bet up to $1,000 with ATOZ Sports. But ATOZ200, all you got to do is place a $10 Moneyline wager on any NBA game tonight, and that will win you $200. When either team hits a three, there's going to be like 23s hit in whatever game you bet on uh, tonight. So a $10 Moneyline wager wins you $200 when either team hits a three in the NBA tonight. So that's for new users there with the code ATOZ200. All right, Bobby Tree is getting a lot of love from his former teammate, Cooper Cup. So here is what Cooper Cup posted on Instagram uh, yesterday. There aren't any words that will do Robert Woods the justice he deserves for what he has meant to me over these last five years. The standard for what it means to be a pro uh, about your craft the standard for the sacrifice required to elevate the people around you to be their best, the standard in walking the walk. There's no doubt in my mind, the incredible impact he's had on the transformation of the LA Rams for the better success is found in the mud. And the only way to affect people uh, affect positive change is by getting your hands dirty. I've appreciated his respect for this and his willingness to get his hands in the dirt so we can leave his fingerprints on this organization, the culture, that we live by, the attitude we take to the field, the mentality in which we prepare, all molded and shaped thanks to Bobby Trees. I mean, that's like everything about a football team that you're looking to build there. Cooper Cup could not have said something more positive about Robert Woods than that statement right there, Zach. That's, it's pretty phenomenal. I mean, the culture, the way they prepare, the way they help and support another, like it's pretty incredible at all the words that Cooper Cup put together for for Bobby Trees there.
1: So I knew about Robert Woods uh, and his relationship with Cooper Cup prior to my prediction on Friday. I knew the type of person that Robert Woods, based on reading articles and some of the information that I knew. That's why I targeted and said what I said on Friday, that they should go sign Austin Hooper and trade for Robert Woods. Robert Woods fits the mold of what John Robinson and Mike Vrabel want. Tough, smart, physical leadership. I mean, all the things that loves ball. I mean, and you talk about loves football. Robert Woods had to put his ego aside, wanting to win a Super Bowl for the last several years and then tearing his ACL and taking a back seat to Odell Beckham Jr., who is the highlight reel and the star of the show and the egomaniac, and hey, I want Instagram likes more than anybody else, but you know what? Robert Woods did that in stride, and Mm. he helped. I, I believe this. Robert Woods was one of the reasons why Cooper Cup started to elevate his game the way that he did. Obviously, Matthew Stafford helped. Obviously, him growing older and learning routes and just developing as a wide receiver. But Bobby Trees, he impacted him. And I felt that Robert Woods can do the same to a very young wide receiver group for the Tennessee Titans. They're young. A.J. Brown is not old. Now, he's more of a veteran than he was a rookie. But there's a huge drop-off of experience. Even if you draft a wide receiver, the Titans' wide receiver room is young Julio Jones ain't here no more Corey Davis is in New York counting his dollars and not playing games this is a great deal for the Tennessee Titans and the last thing I'll say is the fact that Bobby Trees wanted to come visit these trees in Nashville Tennessee that is the cherry on top
0: yeah uh I think it's great. So our question here, is this a big deal, small deal, or no deal? Because, and why Eileen Cooper Cup's letter to Robert Woods that I just read, where he basically thanks Robert Woods and Bobby Trees for making the Rams what they are today. Basically said that Robert Woods helped the Rams win a Super Bowl, Uh, you know, from top to bottom when it comes to on the field, off the field, and everything in between. So I think it's a big deal, Zach. I don't know, and this is the weird thing. You and I spent, every week for uh, seven or eight years, every week going to the Titans locker room, right? In the last couple of years, there hasn't been that access. So whenever you would go in the Titans locker room, you can tell who the leaders are. You can tell who the knuckleheads are. And you can tell if the leaders are okay with the knuckleheads being knuckleheads or if the leaders want those knuckleheads to shut the hell up and work harder, Right? And so there's been, we you can tell how they feel if they're, uh, a three and nine football team in December, and they've already coasted it in. Or if they're truly ready and believe and bought into this, I don't know what this locker room is. The last couple of years, I believe it's good. I believe it's pretty strong. But Jarrell Casey's no longer there. Brian is no longer there. No Delaney Walker. No Derek Morgan. No Wesley Woodyard. No, None of those guys who were staples of getting them out of the dot bottom of the NFL to a legitimate contender. So if if Robert Woods can be another big, respected leader on this offense, then I only think it's just going to get better and stronger. Robert Woods is not, is not the type of C-patch who's going to come disrupt things. He's the type of C-patch that makes things better for his new team, and I'm truly excited to see what he can do and how he can help AJ, NWI, and some of these other receivers the Titans have.
1: Who got the offensive C patches on the offense this year? Ryan Tannehill, obviously, Uh, right? I think it's
0: Derrick Henry and Ben Jones.
1: But they don't wear C patches.
0: I'll look it up. Titans captains from this past year. But they don't wear C patches, or do they? And they definitely do. Tannehill's got to be it. Oh, here it is. It's uh, uh the offensive uh, captains were Derek Henry, Ryan Tannehill, defensive captains, Kevin Byer, Jeffrey Simmons, and then punter Brett Kern for special teams. So they have five, two offense, two defense, one teams. And for a long time, Wesley Woodyard was that special teams captain.
1: But the Titans don't actually put C patches yeah, on their do. uniform.
0: They absolutely do.
1: Derek Henry did not have a C patch.
0: Well, you only, I, are you sure?
1: Yes. Derek Henry's never had a C patch on his uniform. I, these are is a uniform okay. aesthetic. I, I'm,
0: I'm on TennesseeTitans.com uh, from Jim. No, White. no, he may be a
1: captain. I, he just doesn't wear a C patch.
0: Okay, so they just don't. I'm wear a talking C-patch.
1: about on the uniform, and that exactly. again, that's a trigger of of who is who. That's why I asked the question. So it makes sense of what you said. And the reason why I asked that question to get to this is based on what you were talking about when we basically worked and lived in the locker room before COVID. The guys that rang true were the Delaney Walkers of the world, the Derek Morgans of the world, the Brian Rakpos, the Jarrell Casey's. Mm-hmm. Those guy got and Ryan Tannehill, I think, exemplifies a leader. Right, they follow seventeen, and I, I, I again, I where he can't throw three picks because they're gonna follow him out of the playoffs, but they follow him. They follow Derek Henry, and we've seen that rise of a leader in, in within the locker room. I think adding a guy like Robert Woods is absolutely a big deal. I, he he is the best-case scenario. I think they got the best-case scenario out of their situation last week to now. Yeah, They I got a seasoned I mean, veteran. It, Granted, he's coming off of an ACL, but he's well-respected in the league, and now he's going to get opportunity that he wasn't going to get in L.A. because they have Allen Robinson now, right? So that's huge. Austin Hooper, he wasn't wanted by Cleveland. They released him for a reason. So they released him, and now he's on a one-year prove-it deal to an organization that he is excited about playing for. That's what he said in his press conference. This is a big deal on all sides that they had to go address two big-time positions on their offense to, quote-unquote, help Tannehill. That's what they said, mm-hmm. and they did. Now, whether they it will work out – uh that's in the eye of the beholder. We'll find that out in the fall, but this is a big deal.
0: Yeah, it's definitely a big deal. Um, and Jarrell saying, you don't skip over guys like AJ Brown. I'm sorry. No, we're not saying, you know, like, but AJ is still young. Is AJ AJ's not even 25 yet. Is he like AJ's a going into year three? He is considered a veteran, but he, and AJ's personality is learn more. I want to learn more. Teach me things uh you know older veteran who's been in the league for 9 years already in Robert Woods and so i think that's a good thing for aj to have somebody there just because of the type of sponge that aj brown likes to be but aj's the number one wide receiver nothing's changing that as long as he stays healthy and he's about to get ungodly amount of numbers and uh, i'm i'm
1: going to say this and i, I i'm going to say it because i believe it and i say what i mean I mean what i say i do believe that and this was the Mike Malarkey era, Taylor Lewan had earned the respect on the field of being that dude, Pro Bowls. I mean, left tackle Pro Bowl means something. And when Mike Malarkey took that captaincy away from him, he gave it to Dexter McCluster. I don't know if it was seniority or whatever, but maybe it was immaturity. I do think that that said a lot. And I think it was unfortunate that Lawan had to go through the things that he did, but he did, right, with the PEDs and the ACL. And I think he's been trying to earn back that respect. I'm not saying he doesn't have any, but earn back that respect as the trajectory that he had when he had that captaincy patch. And then it was taken away from him. I think he's always been trying to earn that back within the locker room. I think he plays hard. I think he goes all in, but he doesn't exude the type of leadership from some of the guys that we've stayed. Well,
0: that's that's just not LaJuan's personality, which is fine. Like you can't have all all a type personalities. Like that's things can't function that way. You have to have the guy who is the one who keeps the uh, you know keeps it light in there. If you just had guys who were type A's and all alphas and all captains personalities, there's going to be some clashing. You need the little one to keep the mood lighter. Absolutely. But
1: there's levels of leadership, right? And I think captains of football teams in the NFL, they have all of those levels. They don't have it on the surface. They don't have it in the locker room. They don't just have it on the field. They don't just have it outside in the community. They have it all. And I think you really, this is going to be interesting, and I want to bring up a comment because I actually I, I do agree, and it would be something if it doesn't happen. And it was about Ben Jones, and a commenter said Ben Jones. Oh, it's Jarrell. Bef- ben Jones should get it before Woods. I think Jarrell's absolutely right. Ben Jones has been there; he has the longevity. He's been there in the locker room. He's earned that respect. He's had the captain patch before. And I say figuratively because they're not physically on the jersey. But if Robert Woods comes in there and gets a captain, like a captain, that tells me so much when a veteran goes to a new team and it's first year he becomes a captain. That just, I, that is a wow factor to me because that tells me he has leadership on all of those levels I mm-hmm. talked about. On field, off the field, in the locker room, everything.
0: Yeah, the, I mean, the Titans have a lot of guys on offense and defense uh, who are worthy of captains' patches, but you can only give out two on either side or captain C's or whatever. The you Titans call it. don't have a lot of punks. No, like, and they and they have it, and like, they don't
1: have like Isaiah Wilson. They they he's gone, right? But they don't have the guys that are you know, the Kenny Brits, the Pac-Man Jones, the, those, those,
0: the, I mean, well, and and that's they what also they don't have a lot of the Justin hunters either, who is a different kind of, he's not a troublemaking punk. He's just a guy who didn't care. You know, they have guys who are bought in the whole, do you love football type of thing that is, you know, important. I'm talking what, about
1: like disruptors, right? Like the TOs of the world, the personalities that, negatively impact your locker room instead of positively well, impact Garabu. Well,
0: they've yeah. been winning too. It's a lot easier to not disrupt things when you're winning and you're good. And also, like we mentioned, we haven't been in the locker room the last two years. So we, we don't know. We, we don't know what those personalities are like. But like, and, and Rashard Darren, Matthews. Darren Bates, that Darren Bates and Taylor Wan are disruptors, but they're not negative because of the team is in a healthy spot. If the team was four and 11 in December and Darren Bates is doing his thing, Lawan's doing his thing, then that becomes more annoying and tiresome because you've lost a lot of games, but that's and, not how they are.
1: And Nate, I will say this. Ben Jones isn't a talker. Apparently though, LaJuan can't even get him on busting with the boys. That is outside of football leadership. He calls at the line. He makes the adjustments. He helps Ryan Tannehill. That's why Austin was so adamant this offseason that the, the, the Titans should go re-sign Ben Jones because that was important. He
0: is a talker. He just doesn't like talking to the media. Yeah, no, like Ben Jones is a character. Like, it, Ben Jones hard pies. Knocks. Yes, like hard knocks when he was with the Texans. And also think about this. Um, it's It's, what does he do? Ben Jones pies... Shaving cream pie in the face to every person in the Titans building on their birthday. Like he's a jokester. He plays all types of pranks on people. Watch him mimic Ryan Tannehill's finger roll after every Tannehill rushing touchdown. Ben Jones is a character guy. He just doesn't like talking to the media whatsoever.
1: And that's, that's a different type, right? That's a yeah. different type of loud. I mean, like, again, it's just different personalities.
0: Right. All right. It is Sports here live on this Wednesday. I think our shade is going to be pretty, uh, pretty good today. Is that oh, I
1: know it's going to be damn good. I mean, I, my, this is, I am, I put together a PowerPoint presentation I on why it. Vanderbilt's logo has so many issues. They, they did so many things wrong without us even knowing that you just, you're disappointed. So if you're, if you're a fan of Vandy or if you're a fan of Tennessee or if you just like talking about new logos like I do, you want to stay tuned to this throw Throwing Shade because we are going to have a crash course on marketing to sports fans.
0: All right, but before I tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai, Zach. I can do
1: that. Uh, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your ride. Uh, free marketing right here at the bottom. Wilson County Hyundai, they are superb. They've thought... It out, And they thought it out with their Palisade, their Sonata. They also thought it out with their Elantra and their Santa Fe. They have the perfect make and model for you. You just have to find it, whether it's on WilsonCountyHyundai.com or it is in their brand new SUV. The Palisade third row seating is a full size SUV. It is the perfect make and model for your family. You just got to go test drive. Both Austin and I have test-driven the Palisade. You need to do that. They've got electric cars like the Ionic, Perfect make and model. I'm not joking around. Trusted brand in Hyundai. a even more trusted brand in
0: Wilson County Hyundai. Don't forget, download the BetMG map. Use our code today, ATOZ200. That's ATOZ200. And you put a $10 Moneyline wager on any NBA game tonight, and you get $200 bucks. Uh, when either team, it's a three-pointer. It's basically a free way to get $200 to start your BetMGM account. So take advantage of that. That's with code ATOZ200. Uh, after you download the app, then you plug in your minimum deposit. A $10 Moneyline wager wins automatically $200. Bucks. Uh, when either team hits a three, visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only, new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification, eligibility requirements, rewards issued if not, with trouble free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days. And for problem game support, call Tennessee Redline at 1 800 889 9789. Let's throw some shake. <laughs> Time for a throwing shade here on this Wednesday. Uh, so get your shade going in the, in the chat. I'm going to start with my shade, Zach, because I want us to have plenty of time to end the show on your shade where I don't have to make it, uh, you know, down wet blanket after your great shade, that's going to happen. So, uh, and by the way, the Titans have officially made it official that the Robert Woods trade has gone through. Uh, so that has officially happened and Robert Woods will speak to the media today at noon central time. So that will be very interesting uh, to watch as well. So Zach, my shade is about the iPhone and the inconsistency that I found with two iPhone features that makes no sense. And I think it needs to be fixed and it's an easy fix. It has to do with the alarm settings and timer alarm and timer i use both the alarm i use the alarm every day multiple times a day i also use timers for things uh whether i'm working or personal life or whatever it might be but if you look at the way that the uh, iphone sets up the alarm and timer it makes no sense zach here is what happens when your timer goes off and when your alarm goes off when your timer goes off stop is in yellow repeat is at the bottom but on the alarm, snooze is in yellow and stop is at the bottom. This is confusing to muscle memory. This has made me make mistakes several times with both the timer and the alarm. Snooze equals repeat. Stop equals stop. Why are they not in the same places? This drives me insane, Zach. I, I it make every time I do this when I when I repeat my timer that I meant to stop or I snooze my alarm that I meant to stop. I'm like, what the hell are you doing, Apple? It drives me crazy. There's no point to having them different. That is my shade today. I've been holding on to this for a while.
1: So that's pretty interesting because the, they're different features, but the yellow button is more likely to be pressed, right? You yes. want to stop your timer, well, like timer I, but you want to snooze your alarm. Right? You don't want to stop your alarm.
0: It it's, it, it's it makes tough. me it frustrates me. It makes no sense. And people who are saying buy a droid, dude, no, that's the incorrect way to think about this.
1: <sighs> don't do, don't do that. It just
0: needs to be consistent, right? It's like continue and stop. Continue and stop needs to be in the same places because how many times do you have a timer alarm going and when it goes off, you're not looking at it, you just tap the area of whether it's the yellow button or the clear button at the bottom.
1: So they need to add a red button and stop should be red, right? Because stop means stop. Red yes. means stop. Yes. Uh, and green means go and orange or in this or yellow. And this is kind of slow down. I need to snooze.
0: No, it, it, the colors can say the same. It's just, it's just flip one. You know, like again, if you want to go off the alarm, cause I'm guessing people use alarms more than they do timers. So snooze yellow a uh, clear stop. That's fine. Just flip timer to have stop at the bottom and repeat at the top. Make it consistent with the alarm because they're basically the same thing, right? I that's fair. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I I think
1: that's fair shade. Thank you. The way, I mean, you don't want it. You don't want to get you in trouble, right? When you stop your alarm and now you have fallen asleep, you woke back up right. you know, 15, 20, 30 minutes later and you're scrambling and your day has not started out well.
0: Yep. So there you go. there's
1: nothing worse than going to sleep nice and easy and then waking up and you've overslept, let's say, and now you're rushed. Like now your day is rushed. And for us, I mean, we, there's, we, we start our day early. There's, we can't oversleep. I mean, and, I have and, done that once and yeah. once i have only once.
0: Yeah. And, uh, look. Jesse's saying the struggle is real for Austin and all the people who say there's a first world problem. Oh my I, God. We live in a first world country. But again, like shade, like my shade is not always going to be on like the heaviest of topics. <laughs> like, Or I think this is a very fair shade. This is something I have a problem with. So therefore I'm going to throw shade at it.
1: That is my forever shade. For anybody who says uh, first world problems. Yeah, because we live in a first world country. You have first world problems when you live in a first world country. I don't live in a third world country. I don't have those type of problems. I don't. I could go out. I could literally walk to a McDonald's and go get breakfast. That is not a third world problem.
0: Yep. Agree. All right. So sorry about you. Uh, So real quick, shade on myself for not mentioning the Titans restructured Kevin Byard's deal this morning that saves them over $8 million in the cap this year. Uh, Kevin Byard has become a very rich man by having his contract restructured uh, like two years in a row where he's just got a lot of money in his pocket uh, now. So a lot of that's good for the Titans and good for Kevin Byard. So I didn't want to mention that. I forgot to mention it off the top top of the show. All
1: right, let's get let's get to the comments before we get into marketing class and destroy Vandy. Uh, Jared says this is interesting. I got some big shade. I was suspended from work for three days this morning. Wow. Insubordination. My boss called me after hours. Long story short, he said, you do what I tell you to do. And I had to tell him about myself. So that's tough. I mean, insubordination basically is like defying authority. Hey, Jared, I'm with you there, bud. I'm insubordinate. (laughs) i've got a big problem with authority anybody tells me what to do they better bring a gun like danny crotch rocket because i'm i'm gonna bring mine so jared I, I wish you well i hope you don't get fired because of this i, I would i'm mean, not to ask personally of why this happened but there had to have been something that happened that caused the insubordination claim you know yeah but shade on your boss Uh, let's see here shade 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 throwing shade Donald as a Vandy fan I'm throwing shade the new logo is lazy uninspired and it looks like a ripoff we'll get to that here very very shortly Zach says I'm throwing shade at the refs of UTC Illinois game UTC came Mm. so close to upset and the refs made so many bad calls like the goaltending call that didn't get called
0: yeah, that was rough for UTC. You lead the game for 49 and a half minutes or for 39 and a half minutes just to lose in the last 30. Yeah, it's tough.
1: they didn't make their shot at the end, but right. it, it I I completely understand Zach Goodman. Um, honorable mention for Shade should be Bart Scott for his crazy prediction of teams that will make the playoffs in the AFC. He doesn't have either the Chiefs or nor the Titans making the playoffs, but has the Browns make it. You see
0: well, I, I don't think at this point, I'm not going to blame anybody for having an AFC hot take just because there's seven spots in the playoffs and all four AFC West teams can make it. Uh, the Titans or Colts can make it. You can make an argument that all four um, AFC North teams can make it. So it's pretty crazy.
1: It is. Uh, Dion says, Shade and the Colts were trying to reunite Julio and Matty Ice. Let Julio go to Tampa and join Brady and the Colts. Dion, I'm with you there, bud. I I like that idea. Uh, Jesse. Jesse Jones says, my shade is on his HOA. HOA, after three years, new home, they decided I need to rip my $8,000 fence down and apply to put it up, and they're going to put a lien on their house. That's a tough scene right there, yeah, Jesse. Yeah. I'm going opposite of Jarrell. I, I don't disagree with the shade, but shade on public bathroom sinks that only have cold water. Actually, I go opposite. Shade on public bath- bathroom sinks that only have hot water if you're hot. There's nothing worse than being hot and then going to a public restroom and washing your hands. Like If it's in the summertime and you're at a bar and then you go in there and you
0: wash your hands and it's hot water, to make you even more hot. I like hot water obviously kills bacteria more, but there's, there's something so refreshing about washing your hands in cold water after being warm. Yes.
1: Steven says shade on people who leave their dogs in beds of their trucks. When they drive, they deserve to be inside.
0: Amen. That's, I just don't
1: understand. And this is a complex I have. I have such an inside dog, like the most inside dog of the inside dogs. He loves blankets. He loves being under the covers. He loves toys. Like he
0: loves comfort. I don't understand how you can have an outside dog. Well, one, you should never have a 100% outside dog. That's not- they're every, you know, people have outside dogs all the time. That's my, my point is they, you should not have outside dogs. They should be able to come inside. Do dogs need to be outside half part time? Yes but you should never have outside dogs. If you ha- still have a 100% outside dog, you're doing it wrong. And you're putting that dog through a bad life. Just saying.
1: There you go. Uh, or Orlando, we got two more shades then we'll get to mine. Orlando shade on public restrooms that have auto sinks. Those are also tough because if they don't work, you're out of luck. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and lastly, this leads into my shade. We'll throw shade on Tennessee before we showed debate on Bammy. Fair is fair. Still right? mad. Shade still on mad. Rick Barnes for consistently losing in the first weekend of the NCAA tournament.
0: So mad. <laughs> so, so angry. Speaking of dogs, I unfortunately I had to admit this. I was so mad at the end of that Tennessee game uh, against Michigan on Saturday that made my dogs nervous and I had to go to the different room to watch it on a different TV.
1: <laughs> because I was
0: so frustrated at that team just collapsing like that ridiculous
1: all right let's get to Vanderbilt so here is my shade Vanderbilt 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 what have you done you have not paid attention to the people that pay your bills right here Vanderbilt University has unveiled a complete rebranding for both school and all of its athletic programs Vandy decided to look over the past two years with a Boston based firm, I uh, upstatement, this kind of tells us where the problem started. Vanderbilt, and let's look at logos. I am a, I would say expert of logos. I'm going to put myself in that category. I pride myself on that category. I can, I know logos on logos on logos. The problem with what Vanderbilt did, Austin, I'm going to kind of walk us all through this. What really, truly represents Vanderbilt's logo, in your opinion?
0: The star. I mean, there's two things. It's the V and the star. Bingo, bango.
1: The star first catches your eye. The V is secondary. Star one, V secondary. That is how Vanderbilt fans resonate with their logo, with their university, with their athletic programs. Well, Vandy decided to scrap that and get ego because of this Boston-based marketing team that has probably never even been to Vanderbilt. You'd hope over two years that they'd visited the school, but they have not gotten to know the Vanderbilt fan base because if they did, they would know that the star is first And the V is second. And the reason why the star is unique. Vs are not unique. We'll get to that here in a second. Vs are not unique. The V that Vanderbilt has, right there at the bottom right corner of your screen, looks exactly like Villanova's V. (laughs) Which also looks closely like Virginia's V. And the reason why... You can only have so many forms of Vs, but look at the bottom right corner. You see that little U, that, the, the, the middle part of the V. Look at Vanderbilt's middle part of the V. Look at Vidal middle part of the V. And look at Virginia's middle part of the V. They look the same. They are not disruptive in this market. So it doesn't separate your brand. You need to separate your brand. What separates Vanderbilt brand is the star. So what did they do? They made a secondary logo that will be on choice memorabilia and some athletics. They did throw a star, but they got it ass backwards. They Uh. put the star in the back.
0: They didn't put the star in the front. You know what this looks like? This looks like a... uh... And this is no disrespect to what I'm about to say, but it looks like a travel cheerleading squad logo. <laughs> I don't disagree with like, you. Like a, like a youth travel cheerleading squad logo. That's what that looks like.
1: So this is where you got it wrong, Vanderbilt. You took the one thing that represents your fan base, the star, and you shoved it in the back of, of the room, for that Xavier wins and you get an L, and now <laughs> oh. that L is going to be used far and wide. Oh my god! Consistently, and you know what this reminds me of? Oh. This reminds me of the backlash of Kentucky redoing their logo with the two pigeons having sex. You remember that? No, actually, I do not. Oh my gosh! Now I. I I have to, I, and I, I, just thought of it. That's why I, I didn't pull it.
0: I do, I do not remember the two pigeons. <laughs> That's hilarious, but you do not remember the two. No, pigeons I don't, I don't, but it? I, I do find it so hilarious that Vanderbilt, who is a losing university outside of two sports that don't make money anywhere else besides Vanderbilt that you can easily switch their logo into an L. Like, it's just so funny and, and, and perfect. Exactly. It's perfect. Right. And
1: how many times after they lose, which they lose quite a bit in sports, Every time. is this going to happen?
0: Every time. Every time. They screwed it up. That's this been... is going to be their crying Jordan meme. Yes. That's scary. Like, yes. that's bad. That, I, I, as you look for the Kentucky Pigeons logo, Sean I, says Prop. I have it. It's low. Yeah, okay, real quick. Sean says props to them for not using an anchor, though. That's true. Because anchor down means nothing. Anchor down is stupid. It's an oxymoron. You don't want to have your anchor down at the bottom of the SEC. You want to go anchors up, let's ride, and get better, not anchoring down uh, in the sucky part of the SEC.
1: You, you don't know the history of why they – you obviously don't know the history of why anchor down is uh, with Vanderbilt, right? That, that was the whole premise of why they did that. Is okay. it it is to Vanderbilt. We've gone over this before the history of anchor down. We've literally had like shows about anchor down and it has to do with, I believe the Naval, uh, the,
0: the, the Commodores, they they have ships. Yes. But, but anchor down is not anchors (laughs) anchors, stop you from moving. (laughs) So that, that is not the optics that Vanderbilt needs because they are moving backwards. With so, their anchors down.
1: Uh, anchor symbolizes unity and strength throughout the program. That is one of the reasons why Vanderbilt does no,
0: it. I I know their reasons, but uh, again, I don't well. Hey, at least it's not two
1: pigeons, two birds doing it. Like the oh. Kentucky released logo. You see them? I do two beaks that. looking at each other yeah, inside yeah. of
0: each other. Yeah. You see that? I, I do remember that. Uh which does not look anything like a wildcat as well.
1: That my friend is a tough scene. I actually like Vanderbilt's logo right here better than this logo.
0: Agree. Because I don't know what that is. That could be like Laverne High School for all I know. You <laughs> see so you got a cheerleading squad, travel all-stars, and then you've got,
1: you know, high school. Yep. And you're collegiate. They they just They got Vanderbilt got their ego in the way and they do this too often. They tried to say the V stands for Vanderbilt strong, but it's the star. It's the star. I mean, how many colleges have the star? I mean, I really even can't even think of one that has a prominent star like Vanderbilt does. Can you No. can the chat? I I don't know. And Jebu says, I can't unsee the two two birds uh, fornicating. I saw a big jacked up truck. <laughs> this made me laugh. A big old jacked up truck, big wheels, diesel. <laughs> and it had that, it had this as a license plate right in the front. <laughs> and I just started dying laughing. <laughs> and I was like, bro, do you not realize that you were just like two mating birds? That's all you're just repping? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that is my PowerPoint presentation on logos Vanderbilt. You screwed
0: up star greater than V that concludes this. And session. don't allow your V to be easily made into an L <laughs> uh, tough scene for Vandy. Hey, great end of their basketball season though. got to give a lot of credit to Jerry Stackhouse and Scotty Pippen Jr. And the rest of that team that made that way, you know, kind of turn that thing around. Well, but, if it
1: would turned around even more, if they would have hit their free throws last night.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll see you guys on a Thursday morning. Don't forget A to Z sports primetime tonight with Buck rising. Robert Woods is speaking to the Titans media today at noon, and we will see you guys tomorrow morning reacting to whatever happens in the world of Nashville and Tennessee sports. Uh, thanks for watching guys. Have a good day.
1: Adios.